We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Well, our uh, next guest for many years has done a great job covering the Eagles in the entire National Football League. He does it for the ringer. You can follow his work at Shield Capati on Twitter. We'll get his assessment of the birds and also, of course, of the DeMar Hamlin situation. We welcome Shield Capati to the show. Happy New Year to you, Shield. Happy New Year, guys. How you doing? Good, buddy. Good. Real good. Shield, let's start with the Hamlin situation, then we'll get to the birds. Curious your thoughts on if anything within the NFL will change as re, as a result as a re, as it relates to this uh, situation, any I mean, other than they got to schedule a game or not schedule a game and make a decision, do you think the league will change anything moving forward? Uh, I'm sorry, you mean in terms of the next few weeks? In terms, here, no, they, in terms of rules, in terms of padding, in terms of because I my theory is nothing changes. It's a remarkably unfortunate, horrific incident, but I don't think anything will actually change with the game, the way it's played, the way it's officiated. Do you agree? No, yeah, I don't think anything will change. I mean, this wasn't like a, a vicious hit. Yeah. You know? This wasn't a concussion. This wasn't Tua Tungabailoa uh, earlier in the season. I mean, this was a case uh, of cardiac arrest, which, you know, he gets up and goes down, which had all of us confused. And then you rewatch it. I don't know about you guys. I'm rewatching it going, did I miss something? Maybe his head 
hit differently. Maybe mm-hmm. there was something with the neck that I didn't see live, right. and that wasn't the case here. So, you know, I think in terms of protocols for what you do um, at the stadium in these sort of emergency crisis situations, that might change uh, that kind of thing. But in terms of the games, the rules, the officiating, uh, I, I don't think it's that type of situation. I agree. Shil, what do you think they do with the uh, the floating game that may or may not get played? Um, it, I, I have a theory it, that they play it after week 18 and they push the wild card round back a week and they eliminate the, um, the bye week before the Super Bowl. Do you think they do that or do you think they scrap the game? You know, it, it's a really uh... – Tough call. It's unprecedented. It's even, it feels, I'm sure you guys, it feels like icky to talk about, you know, because yep. the guy right. is still in critical care. But, you know, looking at it, I'm sure they're having these conversations. If we're just looking at the game and the fairness of the game, I mean, it was a huge impact game. And so if you just scrap it, it really serves as a loss for the Bills. And what that would mean is that they don't get the, the buy in the first round and they don't get home field if they play the Chiefs in the championship game. And again, I, I, the importance is on Hamlin, but as you guys know, these guys work really hard and it means a lot to them. And yeah. they put in a lot of work throughout the season. And so that's something the league has to consider, Joe. So uh, I kind of agree with you that if there's a way to get this game in, and that's what everybody wants to do with the players are in the emotional state uh, to play it, that you kind of find a way to get it in. You know, I, I've seen even some people float that maybe you play it uh, after week 18 and you kind of delay the AFC playoffs for a week, but the NFC playoffs still start. And, and like you said, you have that week to play with in between the championship games and the Super Bowl. Wow. That would benefit the, I'll just say that would benefit the Eagles. That theory, if the Eagles get to the, I don't think they'll do that, but if they did that and they would have a bonanza of TV because they would own every weekend in January. Um, but you know, if the Eagles got to the Super Bowl a week before an AFC team did, I would find it hard to believe they would do that. Yeah, I mean, listen, the simplest thing would be to just say it's a no contest. You're not playing the game. Hey, it's tough for uh, Buffalo, but, again, it's an unprecedented situation, and you kind of just move forward and don't play the game. But if you're talking about competitive fairness, is that the fairest thing to do uh, for the Bills? No, it's not. But, like, you have to weigh all these things. It's It's unprecedented. Shale, let's talk about the Eagles-Saints game tape that you watched. Why didn't this Eagles coaching staff offensively customize the offense to Gardner Minshew's skill set? It's a, it's a great question. I mean, yeah, they're still pushing the ball uh, down the field. They're still kind of trying to run uh, these RPOs. I mean, you know, the one sack, Cam Jordan is left unblocked, and you're trying to run an RPO, and the Saints are all over it. Obviously, Minshew is not going to give you what Hurts gives you uh, you know, in, in kind of in that respect in the run game. And so I don't know why they did it. You know, it's really the first time all season I can look at it and say, uh, I didn't like the game plan. I don't yeah. understand what they were trying to do. I don't think they adjusted well. And then, to be honest, you know, Minshew was really bad in this game. I mean, he's really uh, a lot of things we kind of take for granted with Jalen Hurts, the calm in the two-minute situation, the pocket management, even simple stuff. Like, they tried to set up that screen to Dallas Goddard, and, you know, Minshew throws it incomplete, and Goddard's saying, hey, throw it over, Cam Jordan. Don't throw it to the side. Like, I don't think that's happened with Jalen Hurts once the entire season. Uh, You know, the throws outside the numbers. When sometimes the Eagles' game plan has just been, hey, we got A.J. Brown, we got Devontae Smith on the outside, take the throws on the outside when they're one-on-one. Well, Minshew's arm doesn't really lend itself doing that and so I you know Jalen Hurts doesn't have Patrick Mahomes' arm but he certainly has a better arm than uh than Gardner Minshew so those things really stood out in this game 
Is this offensive line equipped to just do the standard pass protection thing? Because I, I have this theory that it's possible they didn't customize it to, to, you know, Gardner Minshew drop back and pass short pass game stuff because the O-line has gotten so away from just pass setting. They, they're, they're out of practice and they're not good at that this year. How good are they as pass protectors? Yeah, they certainly run, you know, I hear what you're saying. They run less, you know, traditional drop back passing game yeah. than most offenses in the NFL. You know, I still think they're good. I still think they're pretty good. You look at the six sacks, uh, at least two of those I'm putting on Gardner Minshew for his pocket management. One I'm putting on Miles Sanders. You know, he didn't pick up the blitzer. Yeah. One, like I said, with a failed RPO. And then you're playing with Jack Driscoll, which, you know, I didn't think Jack Driscoll was like terrible. In this game, when you have a backup in the game, specifically at tackle, you want them to just survive. And, you know, he had ups and downs. But certainly, you know, some of the stuff he's giving up there, uh, Lane Johnson is not going to give up. But at the same time, I I wouldn't put Driscoll as like one of the two or three reasons why you lost the game. So um, we'll see what Lane Johnson looks like, assuming he's able to come back for the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And assuming uh, assuming you have Jalen Hurts, I think a lot of those questions, a lot of those issues that you're bringing up, are probably alleviated. Are you as concerned as I am about the way Dallas Goddard's playing when he's not running routes? You know, I th- yeah, I, I definitely remember at least one play, maybe a couple plays there in the run game. I, I assume you're talking about with kind of his uh, his blocking there. Yeah. Tradi- yeah. Traditionally, he's been outstanding at that. So you know, he, there were some tough assignments. You know, I think he was going up against Cam Jordan. Uh, in the one there. And so, no, I wouldn't say I am concerned. I would say it's something that, yeah, I did have a couple notes on in this game, but I do think we have a larger body of work that suggests, you know, that that's a strength and not a weakness of his game. How much of the lack of run calls, you know, a lot of people are up in arms, hey, just call runs and, and run them. How much of the lack of the run calls is due to the fact that we're running RPOs and the Saints dictated to us what we were going to do, run or pass? Yeah, I, I think there are times where they sh- they can just say, hey, you know, let, let's just r- run the football. We don't. I like the option stuff, honestly. I think more, you know, teams. That's a great tool to have there because you can, uh, you know, theoretically, you're always going to be right if you're making the right read. But I do think there are times, given the strength of their offensive line, you know, we saw that first drive of the second half. Yeah. We kind of just lined up, gas scheme runs, and they're killing the Saints. And so you say, why didn't they do that? earlier in the game. Now, sometimes you look at it and the numbers don't tell the whole story. Like on that second possession of the game they had, they run the ball on the first two plays. They get to a third and one and they don't run it again. And so when you're going three and out, three and out, three and out, um, it's hard to kind of find any rhythm and and run the ball. But I I would agree with that assessment overall that I do think there are times where they can just say, we don't need to option this. We don't need to RPO this. Let's just kind of line up and run the football. We've got the guys to do that. Defensively for the Eagles, you know, our sack production has been incredible. But you pointed out, you know, Gardner Minshew was responsible for some of the Saints' sacks. How many sacks were was Andy Dalton responsible for that the Eagles were able to rack up? I'm glad you asked that because no one else that I've talked to has mentioned that this week, and I, I think you hit on it. I mean, I had down two to three where Andy Dalton or even Taysom Hill just kind of panicked there. Mm-hmm. and they have options to get rid of the football, and they don't do it, and, and they kind of panic and give up a sack. So, yeah, I think they were two to three. Now they had seven sacks overall. They've got the most sacks in the NFL, like you mentioned. It's a record-setting sack pace. And so Hassan Reddick definitely earned uh, you know, earned two of them. 
Uh, Brandon Graham earned one of them. So it was a little bit of both those things. You know, I just get the sense with this defense, and I know they only gave up 13 points, so I'm not killing them here, but my sense all season has been when this D-line and this pass rush dominates, it's going to be a, a fantastic defense, a top five, a top ten defense. When that doesn't happen, I have questions. And so when you mm. face a good offense, I still am going to have those concerns, and people are probably tired of hearing me talk about it. But until I see them in the playoffs against the Kyle Shanahan, against the Dallas Cowboys team with Dak Prescott, perform the way they've performed against some of these bad offenses, I just can't get all the way there with this mm. defense right. that I fully trust them. Hey, Shield, the Giants aren't playing their starters on Sunday, right? I don't think so. I mean, I would be shy. I would be irresponsible, honestly, to, to do that. Uh, you know, they, they got nothing to play for. Get those guys rested um, unless they feel like they need to get a couple series. We see teams do that from time to time. But, no, I mean, I would be shocked if they played more than a couple possessions, and I would expect them to not play at all. All right, Shill. Good stuff, buddy, as always. Look forward to talking to you next week. Again, everyone follow Shill's work at The Ringer and uh, also at Shill Capati on Twitter. Thank you, Shill. All right, thanks, guys. Talk thanks. to you next you week. You got it, man. So here's a, an NFL note I noticed while we were talking to Shield. Jeremy Fowler, John, reporting. The commanders are expected to turn back to Taylor Heineke <laughs> as the starter for Sunday's uh-huh. season finale uh-huh. versus the Cowboys. But rookie quarterback Sam Howell is also slated to play. So wow. uh, Carson to the bench. Call me not surprised. Carson to the bench. James, what do you got in there, buddy? Yeah, good update uh, on the DeMar Hamlin situation. Ian Rappaport tweeting out, DeMar Hamlin's family, friend, and marketing rep uh, was speaking with Cameron Wolf on the NFL Network and quote-unquote said, right now things are really in a positive direction. I can't speak specifically to it, but it's moving in a positive direction. So some good news from the situation. Well, that is good news. That is really good news. Um that's amazing, man. You know, we found out yesterday, and I believe it was after our show, because I think it was when the uncle was interviewed last night on a few outlets, John, that his his Hamlin's heart had stopped a, a second time. Apparently that's not true. Oh, really? Yeah, that's that, been was clar- back? that was clarified. Apparently it only stopped one time on the field. Oh. So that that was clarified earlier. Then there it is. Okay. 215-592-9494. But that's real good news. Things are trending in the right direction. Let's go to Dan in Philadelphia. Hi, Dan. What's up, boys? How are we today? Doing all right, Dan. It's Jimmy, it stopped once on the field, and then his uncle said it stopped once at the hospital. I know what his uncle said. This guy, the, the marketing rep for the family, came out and said, clarified it later. I can, I'll read oh, it. I'll it find the exact the tweet. Yeah. Um, go, go ahead, bud. Joe, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. You lie a lot. Do I what? Lie. Do you lie a lot? I don't think so. I mean, I might have just lied right there, but I don't think I lie a lot. I hope not. I, I noticed that you're not supposed, you really to, not supposed wanna... to steal, not supposed to lie. Like, Correct. You know, got, yeah. I noticed when you really want to press a point, you say, I'm not lying about this. Oh, it would indicate that's... you lie about everything else. Well, that's an interesting mm. observation. I think it's one of those figure of speech things that you know we as humans do. But, uh, you know. All right. I just want to, I just want to make sure because I trust you. Not, not with a lot of things. But, yeah. you know. Yeah, John. It, 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 so, it, so it, what it, do I, it, I say? Look, I'm not lying about it. guys. I mean, hold on, hear me out here. Carson stinks. I'm not lying about this. I know what I'm talking no, about. No, no. Like, like you said about Norm today, you're like, listen, I'm telling the truth. Oh yeah. I'm going to tell you a story. I am not so, lying about this, which th- would indicate you lied about everything before. No, that. no. So I'll tell you why I said that in that moment. I remember that because I'm always wary to a certain extent. If there are people in the audience that think I'm making things up, like it's so absurd 
that Norm was just brought up, and I literally had just watched Norm while it. sitting on the throne. That's why I, I was trying it. to I, cover I, I, the I, absurdity I, aspect of it. I was just, just asking, yes, Joe. Yeah. And do not give away your bathroom secret. Keep that to yourself. You know, it's private time. You don't want to go in there and, and John mess everything me. up. And you're Understood. Be you already told that's, why I, that's why I found the new bathroom. All right, Dan, but, talk uh, to me. Listen, after watching the Eagles last week and realizing that I, I never, I didn't think that this coaching staff was kind of arrogant, but watching them try to make Gardner Minshew be Jalen Hurts, is there a possibility that even if Jalen's ready to play, they're just going to go with Minshew thinking that they can just still beat the Giants? You know, that is interesting. And I hadn't thought of it. If the Eagles feel the Giants won't play their starters, right? will they err on additional caution with Hurts? Maybe. Maybe. I, I don't like it. I hate that. I, me too. But well, I it feel depends. Like it's it, just, to be, just to be clear, though, guys, it depends on where – I mean, if Hurts is 100%, he plays. If Hurts is 90%, he probably plays. What if he's – I'm just going to make up a number. What if he's 83%? Look, I think what, I don't know. I think what Dable said, you know, the the, the coming around and and you know basically yep. saying the opposite of what he said after the game, which was we're just going to play. You know, this yeah. is a fun time of year. The way he talked, I do think that causes the Eagles front office to reevaluate things and reconsider that possibility. And by the way, because j- they are so cautious. No, I agree. And guys, to be very clear, obviously the odds makers and the betters. Believe they're not playing their stars. Correct. Right? I mean, it would not be a two-touchdown point spread if they thought the Giants were playing their real players. But, yeah. Dan, give me a big answer, man, a thing associated with a person. Listen, this is a real person, and it really happened. Uh, Jesus and the cross. Jesus and the cross is a good answer. There's no wow. question about that. So just that. to close that loop, uh, to the tweet, uh, it, again, Jordan Rooney is the marketing rep and friend of the family. Uh, through Coley Harvey on ESPN, per Jordan and DeMar's family, uh, this is a— uh, Jordan wanted clarified on behalf of the family that there may have been some miscommunications in terms of the number of times DeMar Hamlin was resuscitated. There was only one instant at Paycor Stadium. Okay. So that was a mis- miscommunication. There it is. And I appreciate you clearing that up, James, because I'm sure a lot of people were thinking what— oh, I heard that last night, too. Yeah, and exactly. All that, so yeah. yeah. Okay, good deal. Let's go to Mark right now. Mark, you're on WIP. Yeah, nice info there, James. An asset to the show always. Always. Indeed. Yes. Hey, before I get to my Jalen Hurts point, it is absolutely unfair. Great idea yesterday. 100% agree with your idea. It's absolutely unfair for the NFL to call this a no contest. There's four teams that are involved in that decision. If it was just one team, or even if it was Buffalo and Cincinnati, and they went to both of them, and Buffalo said, look, we've got a bigger situation here. We're not worried about seeding right now. Do what you have to do. There are four different teams that are affected. You have to play that game. That's my point on that. I don't know what you think about that. Um. Look, I'm not going to say you have to. Uh, I'll say I think they should. Okay. And, and, right. and I'll tell you why I say that, Mark. The COVID year, I mean, obviously it's lingered, but 2020 was the COVID year. You know, we, we quite clearly found out that the NFL, and I think they made the right decision on this, by the way, was very willing to not be fair to achieve an end. And by the way, one of the things that was very controversial, people might not remember this, but John, you and I battled like hell on this one around August when we, or maybe it was even September, um, when we found out the season was happening, but that 
Some teams are going to get to have 5,000 fans. Some teams are going to get to have 10,000 fans. Some teams are going to get to have zero fans. I remember Ray saying to us, Ray said, no way. You cannot have any fans in any stands if you're not going to have fans in all the stands. And I'm like, well, hold on a second here. I think if 12,000 people can enter for that community, I think, first off, it's good for hope for society. And, and number two, I think we just get back to some normalcy. But so, you know, but the NFL just plowed ahead. So I'm not going to say they have to play it, but I'll say I think they should. Okay, yeah. I mean, you know my point on it. And, and it I was great it. that you brought it up yesterday. I, you know, I, I uh, text a bunch of people, but, of course, I gave you credit for it, Joe, always. All right. My Jalen Hurts point. Yeah. I never thought I'd be saying this before the year. I am not worried at all about this team going forward this weekend if he plays or the playoffs, even if he doesn't play and we have to go on the road. This is the most well-grounded young man I've ever can think of in sports, at least in recent history. I think he's got his act together. I think he'll be ready to go. I just think this guy has it all, everything. So I'm not worried, really, what iota about this guy. I think he's going to be fantastic when he gets back on the field. And even if he's yeah, a little well, I'll, I'll kiss him, Mark. Hold on. Huge believe in Hurts, and that's cool, yeah. and I got a lot too. But Lane Johnson, Avante, Sweat, I mean. C.J. Gardner-John. Yeah, other big parts He's here, Superman. Man. He's going to make okay. up for that. He's Superman. Right. We'll find out. Mark, give me a thing associated with a person. All right, I got one. I'm not sure if this guy really existed. If he didn't, I have a backup. How about Lord Stanley in the Stanley Cup? Boy, that's a good answer that's right there. Answer. That really is. Yeah. Lord Stanley in the Cup. So it's going to be Lord Stanley in the cup versus Jesus in the cross. What are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) By the way, if you love hockey, big recommendation, the Mark Messier autobiography. I'm reading it right now near the end. Phenomenal book. It came out, I think, in 2021. Covers all his years. Edmonton, the Rangers, the whole deal. Really, really good book. Let's go to Joe in Mayfair. I know he's a big hockey guy. Hello, Joe. Yes, love my hockey, except for this hockey. I can't believe they won three in a row. uh, Joe, they're only like 13 points out of a playoff spot. They're creeping up. Yeah, <laughs> real funny. <laughs> no, I, it's it's funny, Joe. I swear to God, today is the first time that I actually checked the standings in you know probably a month to actually assess where are they in relation to the playoffs. They're better than I thought they'd be right now. I didn't think they'd win double-digit games in the calendar year that we just <laughs> left. But um, getting to the NFL and and I actually believe Boomer Esiason is going to hit the nail on the head. I believe that because of the focus not being on football for teams to even prepare Monday, Tuesday, film room, because of this situation, I think the NFL is going to push Week 18 back a week, and Monday night's going to be Bills and Bengals, and they're just going to forget that week between the Super Bowl and the championship game. So if that happens, I think that's the best solution, is they just hmm. push everything back one week, and that makes it fair for every team. Uh, it doesn't hurt anybody. And well, here's the problem with that. You're, for lack of a better way to put it, inconveniencing 30 fan bases instead of inconveniencing two fan bases. It's what's best for the NFL. It's what's best for their players. You don't want to see more players get hurt that aren't mentally prepared to play the game. Maybe. It's not. A, it's, it's all about the players. But what's the argument that the Bills can go and the Eagles can't? Yeah, that, That's where you lose me. Well, no, if the Bills and Bengals just play this Monday, everything gets pushed back. I, I get what you're be- saying. but Which that... actually benefits the Eagles because it gives Jalen Hurts an extra week to rest the shoulder. So, I mean, so, Bo- so Boomer's saying that this is something that he thinks could happen and should happen? 
Yes, that's all publicized that he believes yeah. the NFL is going to come out today or tomorrow and push everything back I mean, a week to get. Look, I can't say it's a non-option. Team. It's an option. I just. I... Well, a lot of NFL players, Joe, are, are really mentally, you know, focused on yeah. this situation mm-hmm. and film room and going out there, not mentally prepared to play a game. And you know, it's also that the last game that was played was Bills and Bengals. I and know. Why not play that game? Let me just push everything back a week. It actually okay. is the easiest solution, but. Um, Getting to the Eagles real quick, when the Eagles are mentally making mistakes on the field, it affects their physical play. And for the coaching staff, does not go back to just running the football. Is where the fan base, I believe, is more upset is they don't take the momentum back. When they do false starts or stupid penalties or turnovers, they try to put a square peg in a round hole and, and try over-try to turn the game around by – too much wrinkles in their offense. Like this past Sunday, when you have your second time you're getting the ball, you're down 7-0, and you just have two games, game, uh, four rushing yards per pop, and then you do an RPO with Minshew, you're, you're trying to put a square peg in a round pole. Do what you can do to take the momentum back, and that's take the control, keep the ball. When we are losing time of possession, we don't control the clock. It seems like this team is not functional as well, oil machine. And more things happen that shouldn't happen. Even the Cowboys game, four turnovers. We didn't control the line of scrimmage that game. We didn't control the clock. We had huge yeah. plays that game. So Look, the I think Eagles they get, pa- they get pass happy. They do. They if, t- when Jalen Hurts has the ball in his hands and he controls what's going on, the defense is now controlled. The offensive line is now run blocking in RPOs for sure. the most part. All right, Joe, give me, and give me they're a, playing downhill. Give, so if uh, the Eagles do that, they, I don't, I'm not afraid of anybody in the NFL, period. All right. A thing associated with a person. No, it's the light bulb and Thomas Edison. It's another big answer. We're getting a lot of good answers here today. Yeah, that's a big one. Hey, coming up, uh, it was just referenced by Joe what NFL players are thinking across the league as it relates to having to play, uh, you know, so soon after the DeMar Hamlin situation. Well, what Devontae Smith said about that very issue when he spoke yesterday to John Clark, you'll hear that audio coming up next. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. Sports in Philadelphia are awesome. You name it, football, basketball, hockey. You want a great deal on tickets, then the app you need is the Game Time app. Football playoffs are coming up, and the Game Time app has amazing deals. The Game Time app guarantees the lowest price and is the fastest-growing app in the U.S. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and redeem the promo code WIP for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Once again, create an account, redeem the promo code WIP for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Shout out Cameron, John Ritchie, 94 WIP. Hey, AMA today at noon. So you ask, we answer. Get those questions in, Facebook, Twitter, and the text line. Also, Nick Sirianni, his press conference at 1220. What he will say about the DeMar Hamlin situation as it relates to the Eagles, as it relates to him being an NFL coach, the mindset of the team, plus is Jalen Hurts going to play? Is he going to hedge the way he answers that question? Um, we'll find out. It's so twelve twenty. Sirianni, uh, the press conference, we will air it here. Also coming up this segment, we'll get to what Devontae Smith had to say uh, about, uh, you know, about his mindset uh, after after the Hamlin situation and, and getting ready to play another game. By the way, i got to um, rip someone here, and we'll get right to the phones. It's not – I mean, you guys know me. It's not my style to rip. It's just clearly not. Uh, <laughs> Never. It makes me sad, right? I mean, public airwaves, like having to criticize people. I don't want to do that. Um 
But I got to take someone to task, and his name's John Ritchie. Oh, no. John Ritchie. Hmm. Um, because there are certain things in life, and I think we've all been there. Uh, we've all encountered this, and we don't like when it happens. Um, there's certain things in life John doesn't like, and one of the things John does not like is the unnecessary reply all in an email. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you get the work email, you get the family email, the friends email. Uh, A lot of times when it's, you know, 20, 30, 40 people, it doesn't merit a reply all. Uh, And John is steadfast on that. Oh, I remember many an instant. Why are all these people responding to this? What's going on here? And then, like, out of nowhere, uh, yesterday, John Ritchie replied all. Oh, no. To a huge email, work email. (laughs) By our boss's boss. It's like, well, okay. By our boss's boss. You guys told me about this email that I better reply to. better reply. as I'm sitting there in the meeting. I replied directly to our boss's boss. I tried to (laughs) reply to it, and apparently. The button that I hit was <laughs> the wrong one. Did you feel a little shame when you found out? Especially uh, given your history with this issue. Absolutely. Yeah. I, it, and it's, uh, you know, whatever the system is, I am not. Uh, it's a little wonky. I'll say a that. A little bit. It's a little. Well, I, there was a button. There really was a button that yeah. had the reply, I whatever it was, I'm attending or something like that. So well, that was the we're funniest the part. You didn't think it actually happened. We're like, yeah, you replied all, and you're like, no, I didn't. And we're I like, yeah, no you idea. did. We're yeah. looking at it. You're like, no, you're wrong. We I both have it on our phone. Yeah. No idea. I've never replied to an email by just clicking a button that had the sentence that I wanted to say. Yeah. And I thought, well, I guess this is just how it works now. Yeah, I won't try that one again. Clicked it, and yeah. There you go. All right, to the phones I, we I'm go. I'm ashamed. That's all right. That's all right. We all make mistakes. I mean, you make more than most, but that's okay. Let's go to, uh, oh, that wasn't nice. I, see, that part, that's oh, where I, know, I took it too far. Yeah. All right, let's go to Chris in Plymouth meeting. Good morning, Christopher. Good morning and happy new year, gentlemen. Thanks, Chris. You too. You got absolutely. Also, congratulations on the morning slot. Um, it's a little bittersweet for me because that, you know, the, uh, the midday kind of works with my work schedule, but it's well-deserved and um, Thanks, Chris. You, you guys are the best. And also just real quick, I know I'm a little late on this, but I want to give a shout out to uh, um Ray Dittinger for his retirement. I know that was several months ago, but obviously local legend, Hall of Famer, yeah. and much deserved to Ray. I'm happy that he is coming back for post-game live for the Eagles uh, playoffs, so that's going to be nice to see him back back there. Fantastic. Um, Absolutely. Um, I just wanted to hit on, I do think John is right. He touched on this yesterday. I think Andre Dillard is the solution at left tackle, and uh, moving Mulata over to right. Driscoll just has physical limitations with especially arm length, yeah. power, strength. I think he's a natural right tackle. I think he's a starting right tackle or right right guard. I'm sorry, hmm. starting right guard in this league. But um, I think uh, – and also uh, – he um, could be. You know, he's really good. He's really good at like the the comboing. Uh, you, you know, when when they're run blocking and he's firing out with the guy next to him, and they're working their way up, and he's climbing to the next level. He does a nice job of covering people up. He is athletic. I do think he looks guardy. Chris, so. I think he's going to be a starter when he becomes available for any team to sign. He's he's going to start somewhere. I, I definitely agree with that. And I like after this season, Dillard is gone. And as of now, it's not really his fault because Malata is just a really good player that he got beaten out by Malata. But as of now, kind of a bust. If you put him in at left tackle right now and he performs like I think he has the ability to, think all too. of a sudden he's not a bust 
and he's kind of like a lifesaver. And I think that's kind of what you need on like a Super Bowl run like this. You just need, you know, yeah. moves like that. Because like you said, John, he is gifted as a pass blocker. Yeah. And that's what we need. Very light on his feet. Yes. And, you know, I, I, I think that's what he does best. And that's where we're weakest. Pass protection, just standard pass protection where these guys are like doing that kick step thing and yep. they're punching. Like he's really good at that. Hey, Chris, give me a great answer, man. A thing associated with a person. Okay, I have a backup in case this doesn't technically qualify, but what about Ronald McDonald and McDonald's? Sure. Yeah, I'll give you that. Ronald McDonald and McDonald's. I mean, it works. Yeah. You know, fair enough. Um, All right, let's get to uh, audio of Devontae Smith because he spoke yesterday to John Clark and, um, of course, NBC Sports Philadelphia. And, um, you know, you wonder about the mindset of the guys. I mean, the Eagles have a game in – Four days. So it can't – I mean, John, you yourself yesterday said, like, you don't know what you'd be thinking if it was 20 years ago. and It'd be – yeah, it'd be really hard. Right? Uh, I mean, especially with pra- – I mean, practice is now, right? This is practice time. Yes. Let's get back at it, guys. No, they're probably not hitting each other. But no, I'm sure not. there's more – let me put it this way. I don't know if they're going to do it during practice, and probably not. But there is going to be some time this week in the auditorium Yep. Where I mean, there's probably going to be a, a psychologist brought in to talk to the whole team. I'm oh, sure. without a doubt. And there will it's be probably already happened even. I would doubt. Yeah, there could be a doctor brought in to explain the hows of how this happened, um, and then certainly you're going to have individual psychologists available for for individual players. I mean, League they rep like reps talking to you, sure. like player associate, all that stuff. You're going to have a lot of that, so it's complicated. And yet another game is coming, and when it does, it gets very physical, very fast. So Devontae Smith on, on sort of all that, the mindset. Uh, here's John Clark yesterday with Devontae. I mean, I was lost for words. I mean, things like that that you don't expect to happen, and it happened. I mean, prayers out to him and his family and um, both those teams because I know it was hard for them just seeing that happen right in front of them. So, I mean, it's tough because you never know what's going to happen. You never expect that. And, I mean, like I said, just prayers out to him and the family and both teams and everybody that witnessed it. How do you go back out there? Because it's a rough, rough sport, and you've taken hits. How do you go back out there after watching something like that and not knowing how he's doing ultimately? Um, I honestly don't know. Um, I think those teams made the right decision to, to not go back out there because, I mean, I know it was tough for those guys. Um, know myself, if it was me, I, pro- I wouldn't have went back out there. So, I mean, I, I don't know how you come back from it. Um, like I said, tragic situation, prayers out to him and his family. Final question for you, you as a team, the Eagles. I mean, I heard that a lot of guys were, you know, t- talking about it all day and shaking. How do you guys as a team go back out there and one of your fraternity is, is down like that? Um, I don't know. Honestly, I haven't spoken to anybody else about it. You know, you, I'm the type of guy you want to let everybody just have their space, just handle things how they handle it. Um, I mean, even myself, I'm still handling it, don't know how to, to go about it. So just have to see when I get there. Couple interesting nuggets there at the end, John. He, he hasn't. He said he communicated with his teammates about it, which on a, on a certain level is good. He's a quiet guy. He is, I think, a quiet guy. But it also speaks to it's not like there's group text going around. Like, ah, oh, guys, I don't think I want to play on Sunday. I don't feel good. I don't feel comfortable. So if that was going around, wow. he would probably know that. And I don't think that would go around. I'm just saying, you don't know Look, how it's, some guys would react. That's going around. It's possible that some of the more, you know, talkative guy. He he is not a standout personality guy he's a get after it and get you know do your business sure. get it taken care of guy i i uh 
I don't know if he's a good example of someone who's, you know, in that locker room, the, the social butterfly uh, discussing this. Doesn't seem. Doesn't well, I don't like know. He does that. I don't know. But, well, he even but said I don't in the know. cut he didn't. He's like, I, I let people handle their business. Is what right. he said. He's like, I don't, I don't like to get in, but let people sort it out for themselves. Is what he said. I'm sure. sure there are guys who are talking about this at length, at lot, in in front of their lockers, just hanging out. Hey, you know, they're they're getting it out off their chest. There, there, there is. There's fear. There is worry. There you think is there's everything. fear? I, I absolutely do. Yeah, no one's ever seen anything like that. Right. Like, look at the just the, the faces of of all those players for the Bengals and the Bills. Just think about that. I know those guys have seen everything, and it's always move ten yards, move the move the drill, and that guy's laying there, and no one's stopping and holding their hands over their face and yeah. crying and and worried. That I mean, that that was a guy being resuscitated on the field of play. I mean, listen, I'm yeah, I, I get it. I, I just don't. I it is going to take some doing to get these guys back to where they need to be to be ready to play. And I do think that just getting out there and, and you know, getting the, the counseling if you need it, talking to whomever you have to, even if Devontae doesn't feel the need because he's in, in you know, more of an sure. inner dweller, uh, I, I think once they get out there and they get that first hit in, uh, things will get back, start to get back to normal. Let's talk to Kenny right now. What's going on, Kenny? Guys. Hey, Kenny. Um, I, I, hey, John and Joe and James. Um, well, I'm, I'm a little flustered here with all this. Uh, I have a solution. It won't work this year, but I think going forward, this is a win-win for everybody. Um, after week 18, the whole league takes a one-week bye. After a long season, it gives all the players a rest, and then, God forbid, there's something that happened, be it COVID or whatever else, you have that week to play with, and then it pushes the Super Bowl back one week, which puts us in the President's Weekend, and then we all have Monday off after the Super Bowl. Tell me that's going to win. Kenny. So wow. people have been calling for that for years. I, see, I don't know. I, I it, it doesn't work for me. I think we're headed there maybe some sometime, some decade, when they put the 18th game in. But I don't think it's going to be for the way you said it. Well, it just, you know, it, it, Every company has an emergency contingency, and it seems like this one was never considered. No, it was considered. It, listen, wait wait till you find out what their solution is, because I still think that they will play the game, and I think they will they will eliminate the bye before the Super Bowl. That's my – I mean, there's really – just to be clear, guys, there's very little that happens in the week after the NFC Championship game before everyone arrives at the venue of the Super Bowl. Very little. There's no Super Bowl parties. There's nothing that happens. So you just, I mean, you just do like they used to do for decades. You play a conference title game, six, seven days later, you play the championship game. That's it. It's very doable. It's not that hard. That's, that's said like someone who's never had to do that. It is not. It is hard for the guys who are playing. It but, is hard for the teams who are playing. And I don't think the product on the field is anywhere close to where it could be. If they had two weeks to get all the travel Look, and all the family the, and all the arrangements and everything else that goes into that, the media scrutiny and the media responsibility that goes along with playing in the Super Bowl is massive. Well, that's the stuff that happens. What happens, it's not the media so much in that week. It's the, the players and the families and the fans of those two teams being able to quickly make arrangements to get to the game. That's what would get cut. That's what would be hurt. But 
I mean, it's the price of doing business. No, what you, is hurt is is the the players and coaches being able to actually get after it the way they normally. But would it's fair. But it's even too much. Even Steve, you're right? They both even teams Steven. are at the same yeah. disadvantage. Which I mean, it's the same thing. of preparing for another I'm game. I'm just saying both teams feel as though they could have done more. Well, of course they could. To playing in the biggest yeah. game prior to playing in the biggest game of their sure. lives that they've dreamt about their entire life. Yeah, I get it. Hey, Kenny, give me a great answer, man. A thing associated with a person. Alex's lemonade stand. Yeah, that's a good answer right there. James, what do you got in there? So we actually have some of the audio. We read a little bit of uh, the quote before, just a quick one from Jordan Rooney, the uh, friend of DeMar Hamlin and yep. marketing rep for DeMar Hamlin, who's on the NFL Network. So we have the audio if you guys want to hear Sure. It. So this is an update on... It's an update on DeMar Hamlin. All right, yeah. yeah, go for it for sure. Can you give us indication of how DeMar is doing medically at this time? Yeah, so uh, DeMar, um, right now things are moving in a positive direction. The doctors, um, you know, what they were looking to see, I, I think they saw that. Uh, I can't speak specifically on it, but um, things things are moving in the right direction. And I know you mentioned there was a lot of information out on how he's doing medically. Can you give us a little bit more indication on how the process going over the last 30 hours? Yeah, you know, there was uh, you know some reports last night that he was resuscitated twice. Uh, so one to clarify, there was, was misspoke. Um, he was he was only resuscitated once. Um, it, Outside of that, things have just been moving in, in the right direction, but there's not clarity at this point in terms of how long things are going to be, how long it's going to take, where things are going to go. So for the family, it's just a matter of seeing more positive signs and hopefully keep building on that. Okay. Well, there it is. Look, I, I don't want to get too excited too quick because you don't want to have hopes dashed, you know. Absolutely. If, if it takes yeah. a negative there, turn, and he or, even said that at the end there, you know, he made for that sure. Very clear. If he wakes, you know, he could wake up and not have proper brain exactly, function. Yeah. So, but it is very encouraging to hear his first answer there. So you hope it. That's uh, all you can hope for right now. Is, is I posit- suppose positive updates. Right? I suppose. Um, you know, John, the idea of it being a, I don't know, it's more than a one in a million hit, like a one in ten million hit, a one in fifty million hit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and when I say I, that what helps I mean, the the mindset of the players. Of the players, yeah. I mean, it was someone yesterday. I forget who it was referenced um, that it's like getting struck by lightning. Like it's that level of yeah, rarity. The, the doctor, yeah. The Is that who it was? Yeah. yeah. Someone said it before. I think Ross said it, and then he confirmed it. He's like, I think that's a really good analogy. So, I don't know, man. It's wild. It, it's but obviously this type of thing has happened. I mean, the Chris Pronger thing was referenced uh, yesterday, and you know, John, John, my. Um, sister's husband my brother-in-law my sister told me yes because he's a doctor he told she told me yesterday that within five seconds of demar hamlin being down they were watching the game live within five seconds my brother-in-law turned to my sister and said he's in cardiac arrest wow so people that understand that type of possibility which clearly the three of us did not understand no like we like we, we didn't know that can happen but people that can understand that, he recognized, he's, my sister said, in five seconds, he said he's in cardiac arrest. So, uh, thank God it's a one in 50 million shot instead of a one in 500,000 shot. Mm-hmm. Or w- whatever the numbers are, I'm making the numbers up, but that it's extremely rare. Because these type of collisions are going to happen all the time in football. That's a routine hit right there. Let's go to Paul in Northeast Philadelphia. Hi, Paul. Hey, guys. Love the show. Thanks, Paul. First of all, I wanted to say, I have three boys. They all play college football they all still do uh and they're all quarterbacks and i can't tell you how many times in my life i say get up yeah. i can't that is so important for me to tell you that like 
I've been in ambulance with broken ankles, dislocated shoulders, take big hits on the ground. But as a parent, you always say, like, get up, get up, you know. And to see that the other night in the game, and unfortunately, to be honest with you, I was watching it with my three sons, and it was so disturbing. I mean, so di- mm-hmm. I've never seen that on a football field, ever. Right. And, no question. And then that, that was, like, devastating to me to watch that. And and it's almost like you don't want to talk about it in front of your kids because they still play the game. Yeah, did they express fear to getting back out there? Um, did you guys talk about that? No, but they brought it up quite a bit. So by bringing it up quite a bit, as a parent, you you think, oh, it's on their mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like any new news on that guy the following day, mm-hmm. any new news. And so if they're asking about it, John, I think, you know, I think they're thinking about it. But Yeah, of course. And and to be honest with you, Joe, I don't think they should play the game. I think they should call that game a tie. Any teams can play in the NFL right now except for those two teams. Well, a c- couple things. First off, those two teams are going to play this Sunday. Not against each other, but they're going to play. So just but, fundamentally, but, let's start with that. It, yeah, that that but, that is That is unless – it's decided that they're not, which has not okay. been decided or announced yet. That's number one. Number two, I mean, just know if they do what you say they should do and will do, the Bills are the ones that get the most jobbed of anybody in pro football. Right. I mean, they lose the one seed that they otherwise yeah. would have the inside track for. Yeah. And just remember, Paul, and I know they're going through – a level of trauma that is way beyond normal football. Okay, I get it. But just remember, that team lost the lost the, the, the game last year. It was in the division round, not the conference title game. They lost yeah. to Kansas City in Kansas City. Yeah. I, I mean, that's a tough I, ask. I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying those two teams this weekend. Well, as of now, they're playing. Play each other, cannot play each other. Look, That's what they're, I'm yeah, they're not going to because the like week eighteen mentally. the week eighteen games are going to occur. I, I, yeah, you know they're not. And going, one other thing, if yeah. I may, sure. I unfortunately at that position, I've seen so many right shoulder AC sprains, and I will say, I think Jalen's injury is more severe than they're actually putting up. I I'm telling you, man, I'm here. I'm hearing more and more people say that. Well, it's an SC spring. So they're tough. They're, they're tough joint. to throw through, John. We'll see. Listen, Paul, we're going to air the Sirianni press conference in half an hour. We're going to find out what he says. Paul, give me a yeah. thing associated with a person. And one thing, real quick, real quick. Hmm. How many people you think have lived since the death of Hank Gathers? Well, uh, listen, I, I saw Bo Kimball re- reference yesterday, and you know, obviously. There has been a lot of progress on making sure that there's equipment by courts at sporting events. Yeah. yeah, right. I okay. My guy that I thought of when you said that right away was the bloody sock in Kurt. Schoen. Yeah, it's a good answer. There's no question. You know, when Hank Gathers died, it's the first time, John. I was, I believe, eleven or so that I cursed in front of my mom and was not, you know, reprimanded. Hmm. You know, because it was so, it was so sad. My God, was that sad. All right, coming up, uh, Devin Caney joins us, AMA as well, plus Nick Sirianni, his press conference at 1220. We're anxious to find out a, a whole bunch of stuff he'll say on the various topics. All that ahead in the 12 o'clock hour, 94 WIP. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 